0: hello and welcome back to upilile the podcast here to serve your emotional wellness is uzama Molefe, but my family calls me uzama and i guess we are at that point in the upilile community where we can declare ourselves as a family so in order to grow this family please make sure that you're subscribed and show some love to the different conversations by leaving a like or a comment but most importantly, share upilile as a gift to those you love and desire a healthy emotional well being for. Because my belief is that the various factors that influence us internally, whether it is our upbringing, family dynamics, or environmental factors, they trickle into how we show up in the various areas of our life. So this platform is purposed to provide a space where we have the uncommon conversation, allowing you to feel seen in your set of circumstances. And I have the pleasure of serving you in conversation because my favorite form of art is the art of conversation and hopefully leading you to an introspection so that you have a chance to show up as your most healed and authentic self in the environments of your calling. My desire is for you to live, fully live so enjoy this conversation to a brand new podcast conversation i hope you guys are doing good and i hope you're doing well holistically um so when we look at your emotional well-being your mental well-being your physical well-being spiritual well-being i just hope that you're doing good you know i am in my birthday season so i'm still on quite a high i think i'm at a solid eight might make it to (laughs) ten by the time my birthday hits. Because I just love, um, I love this season. I love what the weather is doing. I love what the plants are doing. I love the blooming. I just love the season holistically. So it makes me feel good rather than winter. But I'm not taking a jab at winter and all the winter babies. I'm just saying. So I'm in a great mood. I'm happy. I'm excited. And I also think the nature of this month's episode also bring you to a point of reflection you know because you're reflecting on the year and all the lessons that you've learned and how you're in such a better space not even better space because sometimes it's not even a better space but how you have grown as an individual this time in this year compared to where you were last year at this time right I think I always look to just be a better version of myself and whatever that looks like for me. You know, it's not always a at a capacity where it's tangible stuff. But sometimes it's, you know, when someone I think I read a post that says, you know, when you no longer respond to the things that you responded to, when you no longer are frustrated by things that used to frustrate you in a particular season, because you've learned to kind of harness the way in which you show up. You've learned to decipher what is important and what is not you know so I'm always looking to just be a better version of myself as an individual and this reflective space of going back to okay what what is it that I know God is teaching me in this season yeah but it it makes you so grateful he still takes the time to mold you you know I've built I don't want to say an obsession but a great liking there is the so-called the great pottery something great pottery something (laughs) I can't remember but they work with clay and you you look at the way in which clay requires delicacy in terms of handling you know um that whole the great pottery I forgot um (laughs) I can't remember but it's it's on BBC and you know I I when i started watching that show i started watching it because the word likens god to be a potter and we as the clay on his potter's wheel you know and you look at the way in which that the the handling that clay requires in order to become what it, it what it ends up being um at the end stage of it as a product and i started watching that show i started watching that show i started watching that show so When God is working on you, become so grateful because by watching that show, I see the patience that it requires. I see the love and the delicacy because I was telling my mom this at the time and I'm like, I I need to get into pottery because I'm a very, I'm a girl with very strong hands. (laughs) Right? And I was like, maybe it will soften my touch as a person. So I'm grateful for the learning and I'm grateful for the reflection. Let's get on to today's lesson. So I wanted to just give a young clarifying point. Excuse my alarm. Um, I wanted to give a, a clarifying point and the clarifying point was over the past two episodes I've shared with you guys what I know God was teaching me about myself and things that I needed to bring an awareness to and things that I needed to just take note of in how I show up and in the things that matter to me. As an individual we spoke about manifesting and where that borderline starts to interrupt your faith. And we spoke about um, the struggles that you, your generations face and being aware of those and ensuring that in the way that you show up, you show up with discipline and self-control through the the aid of the Holy Spirit. And this episode, I just wanted to share with you guys something God has been teaching me about himself. So so not long about me, but about himself. And... So the older I grow, the more I learn about the goodness of God, the goodness of God, the goodness of God. Oh, <laughs> where to start to even unpack this conversation, right? We know of these cliched sayings, um, God is good and all the time, all the time the Lord is good, right? And In so many instances, we say those words from our chest. You know, we say those words out of ischuaiz, out of the expectation that, oh, when someone says God is good all the time, all the time, God is good, you know, but not from the pits of our stomach. And what I believe or what I know God is teaching me in this season was re-emphasizing His goodness to me, you know, teaching me about his goodness and moving it into a space of going beyond it just being a belief but having it instilled in me in such a way that it is a knowing what do I mean by this I was watching a video on Instagram uh, by these two gentlemen one was a white gentleman and one was this beautiful black king (laughs) I'm not being biased I'm just saying but um, they were having this conversation, and this 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 black king asks, asks this white gentleman, um, "What do you believe?" And he says, "I believe that I'm a white man." And this black man says, um, "Oh no, that that is not a belief because a belief is a doubt. You believe that which you do not or you aren't sure of, right? So you believe stuff that is not factual." But you know that you are a white man because you have evidence that shows that you are a white man. And I think I've been moving from that space of believing that God is good to having it down at the pit of my stomach as a knowing that God is good. And I think the first thing that I needed to learn was that God is good. And that is his nature. God is not good. Because of what is happening in my life. And God is not good because of what is not, uh, or bad because of what is not happening in my life. God is good because He is good. And as I was thinking about this, thinking about an analogy to describe what I'm trying to say, I thought of a heater, right? The heater that we use when it's cold. The nature of a heater is to emit heat, right? That's what a heater does, it keeps everyone warm. It keeps our homes warm and stuff. That is the nature. That is the identity of a heater. That is the purpose of a heater. That is who the heater is. You know, the heater can't wake up and decide that today it wants to be a fan. If, I'm now we're talking about not like those changeable ones, but like a straight up heater. If a heater is a heater, its nature is to emit heat. That is that. Now, when you're in a se- or when you're going through a load shedding phase and electricity is gone and you don't have electricity for two hours, the fact that your heater is not emitting heat doesn't change to the fact that it is a heater. It is a heater whether it is emitting heat or not. You know, whether we are experiencing the benefits of the warmth or not. During load shedding, a heater doesn't all of a sudden lose the essence of it being a heater. We might not feel the effects of it, but its nature is to be a heater. And I think that is what has been tr- being drilled in my soul, It being drilled over and over and over again. And I'm going through one of the toughest, I believe toughest seasons of my life. And I've had to, God has had to remind me over and over and over and over and over again that my nature is good and I've heard it from countless teachers and you know when a lesson is coming up here and there and there and there and I was just constantly reminded, constantly reminded that God is good and his goodness is not dependent on what is happening in my life and I should get to a space where I'm not equating his goodness um, to what is going on in my life. And I also thought about this thing, sometimes this whole conversation of the goodness of God, when you are believing God for something, right? Because sometimes it, it, it is the nature of human beings that we describe or attribute a characteristic to a thing on the basis of, how frequently this thing performs right I hope that makes sense so sometimes we'll get into seasons where we are praying or we are believing God for certain things and the certain things just aren't happening or they aren't happening according to the perspective that we have so we're not seeing the bigger picture we're not seeing what God intends for us to see because we just want this outcome to look a particular way and then when we get back into a space where we're saying like like these sayings of, oh, God is good all the time, all the time, God is good. We go back to saying those words, but in our prayers and in our closet spaces, we are beginning to hold back parts of ourselves because we high key want to believe God is good, but the experiences that we have had have us holding back our trust. You know, I'm gonna say God is good, but I'm no longer gonna give him every single prayer and every single hope that I have. Because the 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 sad thing about God, I think I spoke about this when I was speaking about boundaries and the fact that if we say, May his will be done, we are giving him that boundary. You would, and if he chooses not to have it happen, we are okay with that. But sometimes that is the scary thing. You would see you know that God is powerful. You know that God is the Almighty. You know that God can do anything. You know that He owns the heavens and they're filled with gold. And you are believing and desiring. And the Word says He gives us the desires of our hearts. And you feel like, but God, I feel this so strongly that this is a desire that comes from you, but my life is not reflecting it. And then when we come back and we say, God is good all the time, all the time the Lord is good, but we are holding back. In our prayers, we are holding back in our communication because what if he chooses to not do it? And I don't want to taint my perception of knowing or my perception of believing that he is good. You know, so I've been, God has had me working on this knowing and getting it to the depths of my soul that God is good. And just a, a few practical ways that I've been doing that is first and foremost, there is this popular preacher, <laughs> this popular preacher, very, a very lighthearted someone. And I know he's gotten a whole lot of backlash because of the nature of his message. But I tune into that preacher every single day because in this season, I need to know and believe and, well, I need to know, first and foremost, that God is good all the time. And all the time the Lord is good and his nature is good. His goodness is not dependent on what the outcome that I see. And I also need to not lose my hope and my belief and and my belief in my life eventually <laughs> coming full circle. You know, so I tune into that because I believe that in my heart, it gives Ṣ'ul'gul a tick. You know, because sometimes we want to believe a thing, but we're not collecting enough information to support that which we want to know and that which we want to be embedded in us. And in that action of consuming a word that just speaks about the love of God and speaks about the goodness of God, I constantly every single day add a tick next to God's name and add a tick into this no, this truth becoming a knowing in my life that God is good and one of the other things that I also do outside of pouring in things that remind because you know I, I can't be in the season and listening to someone talking about you know yes obviously I'm not saying what I definitely will want someone who shows you how to navigate the tough times and shows you how God sustains us in in the wilderness and how God carries us you know but I also need to know his nature and I also need to know that he is good so another thing that I've been doing since January in fact is that in my journal where I journal um just a variety of things but I'll say largely that journal is a conversation between myself and God um especially when I feel like I can't utter the words um, and I just choose to write them down. I've I have a section in that journal where I've been writing the good things God is doing in the lives of those that I love. So be it my family members, be it my friends, neighbors, or whoever it is that is close to me. And that also is another tick. It helps me add that tick next to God's name. That God, God is good. God is good. God is good. God is good. God is good and ensuring that also. In the things that I write down, it's not just material and superficial things, you know, because you don't want his goodness to just be associated to that. Okay, like what is his hand doing in the season, you know, but we also want that show the heart of God in the season as well. So that's also something that I've been doing and ensuring that every single month, you know, I just have a list of just the the good things that are happening and the things that speak of God's goodness, you know, in the lives of those that I love. And when I'm having a a tough day or a tough week or whatever it is, I can go back to that. And I also have a list for myself as well. You You know, the lists are different. But I know that it's very important to always ensure that your perspective is is in right standing. So I, I'm intentional. You know, I used to gratitude journal quite a lot, but I don't know my gratitude journaling kind of fell off. You know, it's, not, it's usually in our conversation where I'll thank God out loud, but I'm not journaling as much as I used to in terms of the gratitude aspect of it. Um, but I will also write down things that God is doing in my life and God is enabling me to be a part of and share and stuff of that nature so I think that's very 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 important and has been important in my growing um, and getting to that knowing of the goodness of God and having it beyond it being beyond a belief and it being beyond just a character trait because you know sometimes character traits can change you know where a person was great in a season and then all of a sudden they are different because of sets of circumstances but god it's not his it's not gangzing, it's just his character it's his nature it's who he is also with he right and i think the last thing that i wanted to share is i think something that i heard from Jackie Perry Hill. Jackie Perry Hill. Is there such a thing? Yes, yes. Um, She is one of those people I believe are sent for our time. And she is about God. And she is also very much about keeping it just, you know, like, you know, some people try to give a teen ad to make God interesting and, you know, make him slightly more appealing to the masses and whatever. She is just about the truth of the truth and the truth is what is in the Bible and that's just that. And I love that simplicity and that approach, you know, because, you know, but I also understand that we all need different things um, and God is a very, is a very accommodative God. But one thing that she shared was that in God, God is holy. His nature is holy. And in him being holy, It also means that God can't sin against us. And in him not being able to sin against us, because that defies, that would defy his nature. God cannot lie to us, so he cannot speak something over us and then do the complete opposite. You know, God can't sin against us. You know, God can't intentionally go out there to hurt you. Because that is what his holiness speaks to. So when things haven't come a full circle and you're just struggling to separate the two, the fact that God, God's goodness is, is not like your set of circumstances is not indicative of God's goodness. And you just have a struggle with that. Also remember that in his holiness as well does not allow him, God is not done until something is good. And when if it's not good it means he's not done especially for those who call on him and those who believe in him and declare his son Jesus Christ as his son and lord and savior and come to him in in, in that approach in terms of prayer if it is not if it's not good it's not completed yet but it doesn't negate his goodness and his nature. That's who he is. And that has been one of the lessons that I've learned. The older I grow, <laughs> the more I learn. Um I'm 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 I'm, I'm holding on to it as much as I can. And I think I'm in a season to hold on to it because I mean, what else is there to hold on to? And I also think has helped me to also get out of the space of wanting God to perform for me to validate, you know, because we sometimes will, as I said, I think in the previous episode that we will try and manipulate God's hand, you know, so that he can prove himself. And I'm, I'm getting out of a space of wanting people to perform, to prove anything to me, Right. It's no longer necessary, Um, you know, because at the end of the day, people are going to believe what they believe, whether you perform or not. And I feel like because I'm grateful that he doesn't require me to perform and he just wants me as I am. And obviously not saying that the work is not done as you guys progress in a relationship, because that's the nature of any relationship, you know, a, a relationship when there is love, there is a desire to be better for the person that you're in relationship with, there's a desire to sh- show up as your best self and heal and grow, you know, in that relationship. So I'm not saying that it doesn't require, but I know that it's not a prefix that i be good or that I perform, you know, so that he can validate me. So I no longer require him to perform so that I can validate. I am choosing to believe I'm choosing to know and instill and do things that, right? that add to the narrative of the goodness of God. And that's it for today. That is what God has been teaching me about himself. And I appreciate you for tuning in. And I hope that you have an amazing week. Oktula Peace be unto you.